get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 311 of the What Up, Though? podcast. Yep, yep. <clears throat> I almost forgot how to say fucking what up, though. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's been a long day, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, they, they, they say that you can't take a black person's black car, but right, I mean, right. you can't say what up, though, I was, right? <laughs> I was, well, that Detroit car might be a question. <laughs> well, it was funny. I was having a conflict with, with saying the the podcast number like saying 311 or 311 like i was thinking it in my head like is this stupid and then i was just overthinking shit and then i just kind of fumbled almost fumbled the whole what up the part but yeah <laughs> long day man fucking long day i said i want to go sip but i am having a small beverage what is it finally finishing this uh old forester statesman Oh yeah, yeah. You told me I've about been that. Sipping on that bottle for like the past month now. It's good shit, man. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, well, I haven't had that one, but I'm not. I've had enough Old Forester to not be surprised that that specific one is good. I mean, and I I never try to equate some a bottle costing more to taste um, tasting better, but it is one of the it is probably the highest regular produced bottle uh, price wise. I think. Uh, at like 55 or 60 bucks but damn good damn good um so yeah um it's been a week um <laughs> it sure has i'm trying to remember i don't think kevin samuels passed before we recorded last week did it did he no 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 i'm pretty sure not not that it's even a topic but i was just trying to think of you know, all this shit that's probably happened in the last. And then, you know, just the recent news of Coinbase and their issues. Like, I've seen, like, three different people, like, well, you might want to move your cash off. Of I'm thinking, like, well, cash or crypto, whatever the fuck. And I'm like, why? And I haven't had time to look. And then I looked and said they probably might be filing bankruptcy. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how are they not making money? Like, how does this work? <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, man, that shit's been kind of crazy, dog. Like, I get no notifications for anything that I have in Robinhood anytime the price decreases or increases by 5%. And I've been getting so many notifications <laughs> over the course of the past two or three days about stuff. I mean, it's been, it's been definitely way more 5% drops than 5% increases, but it's been both. And it's been for like everything that I have in Robinhood, whether that's, dogecoin whether that's bitcoin whether that's stocks like everything has been dropping and and significantly the only thing is that uh the handful of stocks i have have just dropped like they haven't been picking back up <laughs> but yeah, like everything shit. is way lower but like the the coins have kind of fluctuated just a little bit like they've dropped a lot but they're every now and then they'll go up a little bit, but then they'll drop back down. The stocks have just dropped. Like there's been no, <laughs> oh, it's back up for five percent for a minute. Like no, it's just stayed dropped. Man, all of my shit is fucking low as fuck. Like 
like people are saying pull it i'm like okay cool i get it but i'm like i'm so low like if it fucking if it bankrupt and fucking took it i wouldn't even feel bad because the shit the market's been so fucked up mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like yeah my shit yeah i get those alerts as well and i've been seeing shit such and such is down 23%. Such and such is down 13%. Such and such is down, man. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, just like, don't and, look. Like, almost, yeah, no, I, I, almost everything that I have has hit all time lows. Like, I don't, I don't think there's anything. Well, I still have my, I still have my Dogecoin and it is at the lowest it's been in a very, 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 very long time, but it's not at an all time low because that shit started off like, at a fraction of a penny and I bought it at like two cents. So like it would have to get even, you know, it would have to reach all time lows for me to start losing money. But like, it's at like eight cents right now. And I'm just thinking like, man, like I really wish I had known to cash it out right before Elon Musk hit the stage on Saturday night live. <laughs> Cause that was what it was at like 70 cents, man. which was its peak. And then when fucking, uh, uh, when he hit the SNL stage, watching that shit drop was just like ridiculous. Like by the t- I feel like by the time SNL was, was over it, it dropped like 20, 30 cents or some shit. Nah, it, like, it was ridiculous. It's just wild that his presence has such an, an impact on change. I don't understand why it had a negative impact. Like what about was him? Was he not funny Saturday or some Night shit? Live? Like was he But it was, was it wasn't even like it wasn't in response. Like, did he to say him. a bad, bad trans joke or something? Like, what no, it was like, no, people were saying beforehand that it was going to drop when he was on Saturday Night Live. Like, it wasn't in response to his performance. It was just like people were saying, like, it's going to peak and then it's going to drop right before he, right, you know, when he hit Saturday Night Live. And I'm like, what? What's the correlation between the two things? Like, what about him guest hosting Saturday Night Live is going to make people, uh, you know, start selling it or whatever? Like, I, I don't know. I, I didn't get that, but uh, they were right because it dropped and it, it has not even come close to back to 70 cents. Yeah, I'm not going to look again for like the next week or so. I'm just I, I got enough stuff on my plate that's stressful. I'm just I'm just going to avoid it. Uh, yeah, Bitcoin totally is the annoyed. lowest I've seen it forever, too. Yep. Like I get alerts on uh, Cash App for uh, Bitcoin from I think if I had Bitcoin on there at one point of time. Um, yeah, so I get alerts on there from that. And I always think of maybe somebody sending me money and then it'd be like, no, the Bitcoin like uh, increase or decrease or whatever. But it's been all decreases lately. So, yeah. <sighs> Anyways. So let's jump right into it, man. Um, where do you want to start at abortions? Uh, young thug in them? Uh, you know, uh, shit. Um, let's start with oh fuck, I don't, I don't really know. Uh, okay, let's start with um, young thug because we did talk about abortion last week, and I feel like that. What was the? I feel like there was something. Oh, I remember now. So, and- I was trying to remember something about the abortion thing that I wanted to talk about. Now I forgot it for a minute, but I remember it now. But yeah, let's start on the let's start on the young thug thing because I, I think that shit is kind of it's just kind of weird. <laughs> I mean, I think as always, the reactions of stuff has been pretty weird. But 
we can go with that. Yeah, so like apparently him, uh, Gunna, and a bunch of other rappers and uh, heathens uh, got charged on uh, a Rico charge, and it was like what, like fifty something counts and shit. And uh, yeah, I guess it's not looking good. <laughs> not looking too good for that nigga. Dog. I don't know if niggas can beat Rico cases, dog. That's like that shit is hard to beat. I mean, and then people are saying, like, I don't know the difference. I don't follow fucking uh, chart uh, criminal charges like that. But people are saying that they are they're not federal RICO charges. They're state RICO charges. I don't. I... Yeah, it's something like um, it's something like the the number of crimes that can fit into racketeering. So like the 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 number of crimes that could fit into that definition, I think vary by state. So like Georgia has it so that I think it was like there's more crimes that you could do that could fit into the racketeering umbrella than there is in other states. So I think that was like the difference. Okay. Was that basically it was easier to get caught up in Georgia than it would be in other states. So something like that. But I mean my my understanding of it is uh slim <laughs> to say the least uh, my bare bones understanding of of how rico charges work revolves around shit that i've seen in mafia movies because i know that's how they've gotten that's how they get uh that's how they get the mafia is through rico charges so um and then they 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 don't be beating them <laughs> they don't be beating them charges so yeah it's not looking good for him I mean, and they say it's like, well, it was an 88 page indictment with 28 people. Yeah, that, that like, that's one of them things where it's like, it's, I, I think basically the way it works is that, so say you young thug, right? And you are, let's say the Don of YSL or whatever the fuck that whatever fuck it is right and say like you the you the main nigga right but and they want to get you for shit you've done as the don of YSL but they don't have no proof of that hey pause for a quick second do you know what yeah. YSL mean it says I'm like young slime life or some shit yeah. like that okay I think oh. maybe that's indictable just on that name but that's stupid Anyway, yeah, I, I, I like, don't, I don't, yeah, I, I hadn't heard of it before yesterday. <laughs> I'm just like, I, you, you should be indicted based on that stupid ass name, but anyway, right. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, I, I think it's something to the effect of like, if you commit any of these crimes that fit under this umbrella of racketeering and which involve, which is damn near any, any fucking major crime and, they can tie you to the organization. They can bring down the organization, which includes you. So I, 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 that's kind of, I think, how it works. So it's not like, so it's like, instead of, so like, let's say you're Young Thug and you beat a, uh, and th this isn't a hypothetical, I read this somewhere, that he beat like a charge where he had like felony uh, I think gun possession, weed possession, and something else. 
and he ultimately got the charges dropped and the weed one dropped to like a misdemeanor or something like that. So like he didn't like do no time or nothing like that. I think so. Like they look at it like, okay, well, we can't get him on that because I mean, he already skated on that and he skated on several other charges, but he's been charged with a whole bunch of shit. And he is also affiliated with this group. So now they like we can indict YSL and now we can get him for uh for all the other shit because he's part of that collective. So like I, I think that's how it works is like you, you can get niggas that you might not be able to get for a specific crime, but you can get them for the collective's crimes. That's my general understanding of it. And that's how yeah. they get that's how they get the mafia niggas that are like of the mafia, they're not out there committing the crimes. They're sitting, they're sitting there, their big giant offices doing cocaine and chilling, and they're making all the lieutenants and the soldiers do the crimes. So they can never get the fucking the heads of the crime families. But I think that's how they were able to get the heads of the crime families was getting that collective. And just basically all you need is like the burden of proof that they have committed a crime and that they're affiliated with that organization. And it don't really matter what the crime is. Like if you want to get them for like a long time, you don't have to get them on like a double murder or some shit that they didn't even commit. You can get them on some regular shit. But since they're part of this crime organization, you get the whole crime organization with all those charges and everybody gets hit with everything. That's I'm I'm undoubtedly probably wrong about some of that. But I think that's the general idea of how it works, I think. But like I said, my knowledge on that comes from mafia movies and documentaries. Yeah, I mean, I'm the, what I'm reading on is that currently he's only charged with two charges. He only has two charges currently. But does it say what they are? Um, because I remember one was something like a murder from like a long ass time ago, from like 2014 or something. Was that him? So. And it's this article is really weird because it's not showing the two charges. Uh, so I had to read, read up, read up on that one. Um, but I guess what's the uh, other dude named Gunner? Mm-hmm. He's charged with a bunch of shit, and they're not listing that one. And then like one of them charges was shooting at a cop some years ago or some crazy shit. And I bet you, I bet you them niggas done rapped about it on a record. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm like, I, I, I just, I don't see them getting out of this. And I saw a tweet earlier today. I don't know how I saw it, but it was uh, somebody replying to an article about it. And the reply was something to the effect of like, this is why Jay-Z uh, and several other rappers want to make it so that lyrics can't be used as evidence in trials. And I'm like, no, like, I don't agree. Like, I agree with that in the sense of like, just because you rap about something don't mean you did it. Like, it should be like a, a it should be kind of like on a case by case basis, not like a lyric shouldn't be admissible in a in a trial. Because if your lyrics are documented, some shit that you suspected of doing and there's some evidence that you did it. And then you go on a record and be like, I did this. And this is how I did it. Like, you can't be like, oh, no, he said that on a record. So we can't use that. Like, that's not like some shit. 
that rappers who are criminals want to have happen so that the raps so that the crimes they rapped about that they did on their albums can't be used against them and i'm like no <laughs> like if you quit snitching on yourself on records then you won't have this problem but yeah, also at the same time nigga can just rap up nigga can just be completely rap and make believe so yeah i just i just feel like if i did some dirt i don't think i would want to rap about it i don't understand how any of them other fuckers are doing this shit it's probably because they they are young as fuck like like if you a nigga in your 20s and shit and you committing a bunch of crimes and getting away with it and making a bunch of money you're gonna get cocky even though uh, I guess that means you must not watch movies, but uh, you don't know how like the FBI works and shit. But, um, you know, like I think they just get cocky. And I think like when you get to like, if I don't know when this article was about Jay-Z and these other rappers wanting to make it so the lyrics ain't admissible. But like if you Jay-Z and you 40, you probably look at like, man, I showed this snitch on myself a lot when I was 27. <laughs> you know, so, right. like, man, I need to make it so lyrics ain't admissible. <laughs> Because I admitted to a lot of crimes on my records. But, I mean, that's just how young niggas be. It's like, so, I'm not surprised. I, I, say, I, I don't I mean, listen to Young Thug music, but I guarantee that nigga probably done rapped about something that he did in real life on there. And I bet it's in that 88-page indictment, too. <laughs> okay, my bad. So, I found it now. He was charged with participation in a criminal street activity. So, he was basically charged with the RICO. He has a RICO charge. Mm-hmm. Um, no, so charged with participation in criminal activity and cons- conspiracy to violate the RICO Act. So those are the two charges. But I was yeah, like, so, big ass fucking charge. Like the RICO charge is huge. Yeah, like that's yeah. So I think that's kind of the gist of it. Like you committed criminal activity as part of a criminal organization. So now you get hit with this RICO charge, and then it's like really hard to fight that. I guess the, and again, like I was mentioned earlier, you know, you talk about the reactions, not necessarily the drama of it going down, is that, like, people are, like, really upset about this shit. And I'm like, if these motherfuckers killed somebody and they rapped about it, they've been, you know, police been tracking them for years and shit, somebody's family member got fucking killed. Like, you don't think that's, they should be held accountable for that shit? I guess not. <laughs> I mean, fuck the drugs, all that shit, whatever the case, you know what I'm saying? But somebody, somebody's family member got murdered, potentially. I don't know all the charges, but I'm assuming death is probably, or murder is probably in this shit. Um, yeah, like, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not siding with that shit. I mean, and it's the same shit that took down, was it, uh, Bobby Smurder? Like oh, that whole yeah. week ago. That was about a fucking murder a week ago. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't really, I don't really feel any sympathy for those guys because it's like, like, again, like, y'all out here doing this hood shit and you 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 know you think it's cool and you 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 making money you rapping about it you beating charges all this kind of shit and it's like y'all been getting away with doing fuck shit and rapping about it and you're not even good at rapping like I <laughs> like why why am I gonna feel any kind of any kind of way about you like you trash as a rapper you trash as a person you've gotten away with crimes that you've committed 
and now you finally got caught. Like, oh, well. Like, like I would feel <laughs> shitty if it, it was like a J. Cole or something. Like, I really like him. <laughs> he actually can rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, that's fucked up. But, you know, I can't say I purposely listen to Young Thug or Gunna or any of these random ass motherfuckers on this stuff uh, on, on these charges and shit. Nah, it's just yeah, I, it's not in my wheelhouse of, of, of music anyway. I think I heard one Young Thug song that I liked, and then the only other handful of times I've heard him was like a feature on somebody else's shit. But I do believe there was one song he made that I liked, but I don't remember what it was. And it still might not have even been his song. It still might have been something he was featured on. And I just think it's pretty ironic that a guy named Young Thug is has Rico charges. Yeah, he's... <laughs> Like, like you make it, you make it real easy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you call yourself that, like, does gonna have gun charges? <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> what a fucking surprise. Like see murder killed a motherfucker. Like eh, it's in his name. Corey murder. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, eh, you know, I mean, although he, you know, it's allegedly to him. Uh... <laughs> call me. C murder. Corey murders my father. Corey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I just thought it was pretty funny that, you know, all of these honorary fucking lawyers pop up. And I mean that in the sense of, you know, these motherfuckers who just read on Google what the fuck a Rico charge was and, and some never even heard of it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, if you ain't if you ain't kept up with the mafia, you probably haven't heard of it. But I, I, I said I've heard of it because that's how they always get caught. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I can't recall a lot of black people getting caught with that shit. That, that I know of at least. I used to always see it in the movies and shit. Speaking yeah. of people not knowing shit, have you seen the uh, clip where uh, you're familiar with Jack Harlow, right? Yeah. Um, the clip of him not knowing who Brandy was. Brandy, the singer. The singer. No, I haven't seen that. So. Well, Is that today? I think he, yeah. Well, I, I've been seeing it today. I don't know if it happened yesterday or the day before or something oh, okay. like that. But so a Brandy song came on. He did not know the song. He did not know it was her. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to guess. He doesn't figure it out. And then they say, you know, well, I'm going to give you a clue. Uh, her brother has one of the, had one of the biggest celebrity uh, sex tapes out or something. And he's like, this is Brandy's sister, and he, and, he, and when you hear like, oh, he's a question, he's like, "Wait, I'm sorry, you're not Brandy, Ray J's sister," and he's like, uh, "Ray J has a sister," <laughs> and he's oh. like, "Oh, <laughs> <Ugh>, yikes!" <laughs> Ray J has a sister. Yeah, I was just like, "How do you how how is it?" I don't say how do I. Do I have the expectation of a white rapper to? I'm asking myself, and I don't know the answer. I don't have an answer to this, but the question I was just putting out there is like, do I have an expectation of a white rapper to know who Brandy is? Well, my first thought was, how old is he? So I'm about to look that up right now. Uh, he is 24. I think 24. Yeah, yeah. I just about to say that. Yeah, I think 24. I think I'm not giving him a pass because I feel like he should know that, but I'm more interested in the fact that a 24 year old goes, Ray J got a sister. 
and all of us go, all of us refer to Ray J as Brandy's brother. Right. <laughs> like, so, so it's, so it's almost like he knows Ray J more than than Brandy, mm-hmm. which obviously he does because right, he's 24. So it's yeah, like, yeah, Ray J has been probably a fairly prominent aspect of his teenage and adult life. Whereas, I mean, I'm sorry, his like youth. Whereas for us, Brandy was a big part of our youth. And then Ray J just popped up and just got kind of famous out of nowhere. And it's like, uh, cause I just remember I was like, oh, look at Brandy's brother out here, out here making moves. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, I don't know. I was interested. Like, I think people have been giving them shit. And I mean, I don't think it's, I don't think you can excuse it, but I mean, it's, I, just, I was just like, that's interesting. I think it's symptomatic of something that I think we see a lot in society nowadays among, um, I don't know what the generations are called, but we'll say among Jack Harlow's generation, whatever it's called, is that it seems like they don't really even acknowledge anything that happened before their present memories. Like they don't, they don't particularly care about history. And I'm not, and I'm not even thinking that that's just a young people thing. I think it is a this generation thing. And that, again, that's not me being like an old nigga. It's like, oh, it's this young generation. Like, I, I really do feel like other generations are still knowledgeable about like music and movies and things like that that took place before they were born to the point where they either went back, especially with music, because uh, everybody, everybody got parents. <laughs> like, right. People listen to music. So like you, that's how you get exposed to music that was popping before you were alive. And then you get people who will go back and listen to old music. And then even if you don't go back and like watch an old movie or a TV show, like you might still at least be aware of it if you like not part of that generation. But it seemed like this generation that's around his age, like they don't know shit about anything that happened before they were old enough to remember stuff. <laughs> like, And that's that's really, uh, I don't know, just interesting to me, I think. Do you think that we have a generation of like, we have an era of younger younger people whose parents don't listen to music out loud yes i think that could be a part of the reason why that happens because our generation our parents listen to music like it wasn't no headphones our parents was listening to record players eight tracks uh, shit in the car like there was no private music listening right uh for our parents but people in their early 20s have parents that are around our age and a little bit older and we are part of the headphone generation <laughs> like headphones came around in that time and we ended up with we had Sony Walkmans and CD pl- portable CD players and you know shit like that. So that could be why they don't know too much about previous generations music cuz their parents have been listening to music through headphones. And that that definitely wasn't a thought I've been brewing on. That just was just r- random as fuck I was just thinking about. But like like what was your childhood like as it pertains to music? Like like in like your we, house. Just like, like we talked just like we just talked about. Uh it was music music playing like we had a big ass like that 
you know, like the equivalent of the floor model, like the radio that was a big ass like stand or like the top that flipped up and you put the records in and shit. Yep, yep. Like we had one of those that had an eight track player on it. I mean, eight tracks, of course, in the late 80s was dying out, but it was still, you know, still had them. And then, you know, it graduated to that big ass stand of, you know, the tape deck, the record player, you know, that one in the, with the glass door that opens and shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it was always music playing out loud. Mm-hmm. So, I, like I said, I had that same, and like, it's not like we're like, we have many years between us and stuff. So our parents are, you know, probably close to age and shit. Um, or in, in, in the very least in the same era. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, uncles, aunts, parties, music playing, barbecues, all that shit. You know, Sunday cleaning up music and shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, all that. So I just don't know if parents are doing that now, though. I just, I, I mean, I don't do it. Like, because like when I think about it, and so you you're in the category of parents that don't play music out loud. Yeah, that's true. I am. Like, like, well, yeah. to a to a certain degree. Like, I don't play music out loud that I don't want my kids to hear because they're super young. But like I will. But and, and the problem is that most of the music I listen to is music that I won't play in front of my kids because they're and, super young. And I will say to interject before you continue was that I think our parents were reckless as fuck. Because <laughs> there's no way in fuck we should have been hearing as we lay. <laughs> Shirley Murdoch should not have been played out loud. And it was played like I remember people playing on Sundays and shit, just cleaning up. Like this is a cheating song. Yeah, like how is this? You know, so yeah, they were reckless, but uh, but that was also pre was happening. Yeah, and it was pre gangster rap era too. So it's mm-hmm. like the most the 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 worst music that they were playing was stuff with like bad themes, like right. not like bad lyrics like i'm gonna fuck your bitch and i'm gonna cut your head right, off like, right, like right, right. it, it, right. it, it like wasn't that. you didn't hear i can yell at, you know what i'm saying playing on <laughs> put it in so, your mouth right right <laughs> you know you heard it at some point you know what i'm saying but it wasn't from your parents i would assume right right you know so yeah, so, yeah. It's, it's probably a combination of both those things it's like in my house um my dad was the music head and he treated the attic the same way that you and i treat like our garages or whatever, like, you know, his man cave and he would be up there. He had a window open. Uh, the door would be closed most of the time because he would usually be smoking his pipe or whatever because he had a pipe. He would smoke up there and he would play music and he had eight million fucking records and he just played music all the time. Like I'd come in the house and just like you just hear music just playing through the whole house because he was just playing loud as fucking the attic. And but it was it was never like like I said, it, it was there wasn't even that like dirty music, quote unquote, that was even really like available like that. Like right. he's listening to like, you know, I'm coming in, it's Michael Jackson and like the Beatles and <laughs> you know, shit like that. Like it wasn't no Dr. Dre yet. Well, technically, I mean, there was at some point, but he wasn't playing it. So like a combination of music being played out loud by our parents. So we were exposed to music from before our time and they would have no reason to not play it because it wasn't like overly vulgar until pretty much for the most part. I mean, obviously there was some, but you know, it wasn't, it didn't become prevalent until rap came around and even more specifically until gangster rap came around. So we'll say like the late eighties. So, and then you look at now, uh, rap is huge and, uh, and so are headphones. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. It just, yeah. So I would like to say that that's 
that's I would think that that's a definitely a fact. I would think that definitely. I think that sounds weird. Yeah, probably I, more I, of a generational. I think it's a generational thing. thing but I, white. I think that's yeah. I think that's generational fully, not necessarily being white. I mean, yeah. I don't know many full. I don't know many like full white people. So <laughs> to, to even ask. <laughs> so uh, I don't. I don't. I don't have a. Uh, maybe I could ask. Uh, um, what's uh What's homeboy? Uh, <laughs> Who's white do we know in our circle? At least Twitter circle. Um, I'm having a hard time uh, thinking about people's names. Oh, your homeboy hey, works at FedEx. Uh, who oh, Mike Fowler? Yeah. Fowler. Maybe I can ask, maybe I can ask him. He might be... I feel like he's significantly younger, though. Oh, okay. Like, not young like Jack Harlow young, but he might be, like, early 30s. So I don't know. His experience might be kind of in between. But we can ask random forty-year-old the motherfuckers uh, in our cigar groups. Oh, we ask them. Yeah, Alex. I, he's the first person I thought. Perfect. About, Alex would be perfect. But he's like musically inclined, and I feel like maybe he was this. It was. It was happening. Yeah, that's um, he is musically inclined. Yeah, but uh, you know, I'll be curious to uh, hear from um, Joanne's Pistons fan. Hmm. I think she's in our age range, uh, and that would be interesting. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta poll some white people. Um, so yeah, or maybe we could do do a Twitter poll. That'd be interesting. Yeah, we might try that. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm wondering if it's uh, well back to the whole like not playing music generation. I think there's a subset that just don't play music a lot. Yeah, I, I think we might have might have discovered something that yeah. that hadn't been considered before because I haven't really heard that. Uh, as as a as a thing that's happening that could be the reason for why music is kind of like just consumed differently and and how we don't how the current generation don't really know much about their past because like you see that a lot like rappers it's like i don't know who that is i never heard of that person or we don't listen to that person like they seem very just like turned off at the idea of music from before they got into music <laughs> and that's weird to me, but like I said, the, like, we might have just discovered a big factor in why, and that and they weren't. They were. I can't remember because I think it was. I don't know if it was Lupe that talked about not listening to Trap Caught Quest. I don't know if it was him or not. Um, wow, that feels unlikely. <laughs> like I, I, I feel like not only would Lupe be somebody who would listen to Tribe Called Quest, regardless. But I feel like Lupe is also in the age bracket of people who would listen to Tribe Called Call Quest. Maybe not him. <laughs> but yeah, it was. Uh, I, I remember someone in our you know sphere of music was like they didn't they didn't listen to Tribe Called Quest, something like that. But I could see Future like, saying that. <laughs> oh, I could see Future saying a whole lot. Yeah, I could see, <laughs> see Future saying a whole lot of dumb yeah, fucking yeah, shit. A whole lot, a whole bunch of dumb <laughs> shit. Yeah, I, I totally can see that. So that wouldn't surprise me. Um, like I think so. I think uh, Monotone he had did a tweet earlier was talking about how because it was on the same subject of that and he was saying how I don't he, I th- what did he say he didn't think Gucci Man may have listened to like Kooji rap or something or something <laughs> that, and I was that, that wouldn't surprise me yeah that wouldn't surprise me either like I think it was Kooji rap um, but yeah yeah I think it, I think you need like if you didn't come up in that era. 
because I feel like that era is just before my time. And it's right at uh, would have been probably like the peak or beginning of Monotone's time when he would start like listening to his own shit. But like, I think there's there's just different kinds of people who have interest in what happened in the past. Like, like I've always been like that. Like once I start uh, kind of like consuming something that I enjoy, whether that's music, whether that's a movie, whether that's a show, whatever, I will then go and be like, what else did this person do? Or what else did the people they were affiliated with do? Let me watch this director's other movies. Let me go. Like, I, like I've always been, and I never thought that was unique. I figured everybody does that. Like, if you like something, you, you like go do the history on it. Like, that's how I know so much about NBA stuff that happened before I was born. Cause I got into basketball. Then once the, once the internet came out, <laughs> it was like, okay, I can look stuff up. I would study like the stats on the back of my basketball card. So like, if I had a player, you know, if I had a card for a current player, I could see like, oh, this is how that player was before, you know, before I started watching basketball. Like, oh, he's on the downside of his career, but that nigga was balling in 1982. You know, you know, some shit like that. Right, right, right. Like, that's always been interesting to me. And I think that like, there's probably a lot of people in that, that Jack Harlow age range that just don't have any interest in doing that. They listen to what they listen to currently and that's it. And I don't know, that's kind of surprising to me. Like, as I started listening to old rap like that, like not heavily, because it's an entirely different kind of different style of rap. Like rap changes stylistically, I don't know, every 10 years. <laughs> so it's like, it, it's, it's, it wasn't something that I, I went back and I was like, let me listen to all 80s rap. <laughs> but, but like, I'm also not somebody who's like, yeah, I've never listened to Big Daddy Kane or I've never listened to Kumo D. I've never, like, I've listened to all them dudes. Like, so, it, you know, have I heard all of their albums? No, but I'm not going to be out here like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know who all these niggas are. I mean, is it is it is it realistic to have an artist of a certain genre not fuck with other genres though? Like we're saying Jack Harlow to R and B just for the sake of I'm assuming mm-hmm. if he doesn't if he didn't recognize Brandy off the first five seconds of the song, like I could pretty much and it was one of her uh more popular song. I can't think of the name of the song now. Um, well, whatever, whatever it was, it was before his time, though, because he's just oh, too young. Sure. Right, right, like, right, 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 right. Like that, she ain't put out no, she ain't put out no music in <laughs> probably most of that nigga's life. <laughs> but like, it, I think, I think that's also part of it too. Like he might not, like I'm sure there's plenty of fucking like I don't know, uh, rock and roll artists who. Uh, you know, a white person might be like, how the fuck do you not know so-and-so? Because I don't fucking listen to rock and roll, nigga. <laughs> like, like, do you think they would have you think they would have gave the same response if a country artist came on and he didn't know it? No. I don't think so. No. I don't think so. It's because he is a rapper, which is a primarily black genre, and R&B is a primarily black genre. So it's like, we all we look at them as the same thing. Like if you if you uh if you a hip hop head, you probably know some R and B shit too. But I think again that also kind of I think translates back to how you were raised. Because if you raised in a black household and you are our age, you were hearing all that shit. Uh, you were you might not have been hearing rap, but you was definitely hearing some R and B in that bitch. 
So, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'm not like my initial reaction was surprised, but Jesus fucking Christ, Memphis is beating the shit out of Gold State. <laughs> I was like, these niggas almost a 50, yo, dog. <laughs> yo, they've given up. Like, I just saw Curry and Green go to the bench and Curry put on, oh, I'm sorry, Green put on his sweats. And then I just saw Clay and the bench put it on his sweats. Like, they're not coming back in the game. Well, I see. Well, well, I'm behind, so Clay might be about to leave the game. Yeah, Clay's on the court right now. Yeah, you're a little behind. But yeah, so yeah, <laughs> they, they've given up. It's on oh, my my. Uh, uh, man, it just moved the top uh, score away. Mine shows 108 to 61. So they said that. Uh, I saw a tweet, and I I didn't see the actual thing, so I don't know if it's real or not. But somebody posted like what looked like a screenshot from inside the NBA, and there was a graphic in the background that was huge that said uh, "Golden State lead series three to two. and it says something like it says something it, it implied that it was the the tweet implied that they knew the result of this game, like it was like like it was a fix or something like that. Well, it's three one right now, so yeah, yeah. so I'm like. Yeah, so like, but before the game started, they were like, this was like before even the first game started. So like, it, it there was absolutely no way that they could know it would be three two. Like right, it, it right, was it. Right. I mean, it was probably just a typo. But like right. to put it as to have that on have that graphic on the screen well before the game started, and to have it ultimately play out that way with John Morant out. Yeah, that's going that's going uh feed into some conspiracy theories. <laughs> and and the crazy part, I mean, not not conspiracy related, but one of the crazy things is that Memphis could have won last the last game. Like they gave it up within the last 45 seconds or some shit from what I think Johnny was saying. Yeah, so if that had happened, instead of it being 3-1 right now, it'd be tied at 2 and these niggas would be about to take the lead. But yeah, man. So that, that whole music thing is really interesting, man. I I I don't I didn't I didn't come into the conversation having any like a, opinion which way on uh, Harlow's uh, lack of, I guess, about Brandy. But I I think it's safe to say that I think there we we both kind of come to the conclusion that there is a generation of kids that are not hearing what their parents listen to. And which in, in, uh, impacts their listening of shit that they wouldn't normally listen to. So yeah, I, I was what I was what I was about to say before I looked up at the score. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit, fuck! I already forgot what I was about to say when I was looking up at the score before I looked up at the score. Oh, I remember now. I was going to say that in my initial reaction was to be surprised that he he was unaware of who brandy was but like now that we've talked it out like this now i'm not surprised at all <laughs> i was like no okay, well, this kind of makes sense now <laughs> no it, it does make a lot of sense i don't think i think there's some people who are going to be uh stuck on the fact that maybe he should know a lot more but when you start going to like root root causes of shit like i think that's a factor in it i think that's yeah. very much so a factor and also i'm not, i don't subscribe to the idea that just because he is in the music industry that he's required to know everybody of significance <laughs> in all of the past. <laughs> like, I, like I, I get it. I get people's shock, especially people our age. Cause again, like we are the, we are the generation that like founded this shit, like this shit being like social media and shit. 
So like our people are on Twitter like heavy and we see somebody going, I don't know who Brandy is. And all of black Twitter is going to be appalled because all of black Twitter grew up on Brandy's music and Moesha. But like, if you step out of your own circumstances, is it really fair to have to expect a 24 year old white dude to know who Brandy is? Like it's okay to be surprised. He doesn't, but to expect him to, I think is a different, a different kind of thing. And I I look at it like, okay, he's not, there's a million different things that exist in life that I don't know about that would surprise people. Like, obviously I can't think of any off the top of my head, but it's just because like, I don't know what everybody else knows, but there's been plenty of times I'm like, I don't know what that is. And people be like, what, how could you not know that? I know that. And it's like, cause I fucking don't like, I just don't. (laughs) And people, people love to know something that someone else doesn't know. And if that someone else is also a celebrity, it makes them feel better about themselves. Like I know who Brandy is and Jack Harlow does it. What the fuck? Like it's, it's like a thing to just kind of like build yourself up. Right. And, I, I, I would feel, I feel totally confident. I, I would bet my wallet that if they played a fucking song from Shania Twain and he didn't know it, they wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> Hell you, I, you can play a song from Shania Twain. I wouldn't know what the fuck it was. Me neither. So and yeah, I don't even because I I was thinking yeah. I I I googled '90s country artists and I was looking through this list like <laughs> I don't know I I I know they are you know but I couldn't tell you a a Leanne Rhyme song from Shania Twain or whoever the fuck name, insert random country chick right and if we were uh let's say famous for whatever reason and we had a whole lot of white fans and our tweets and thoughts frequently ended up in white Twitter. There'd probably be white Twitter to be appalled. How do you not know that song by Shania Twain? Right. That's one of her most famous songs. That was a number one hit. I'm like, cause I don't fucking listen to that shit. No? Right. Like, <laughs> like, like how the fuck y'all not know who Rascal Flats is? I'll <laughs> tell you why. <laughs> I could, t- I could see the motherfuckers in the middle of uh, walking down the street and just me and them. And I wouldn't know who the fuck they are. But three random white guys. And actually, I only know it's three white guys because I'm looking at their fucking picture. Oh, I'm about to say, I'm like, damn, you know more about that? I was no, saying, I, like, I didn't know that. <laughs> I thought Rascal Flats was one person. <laughs> like, that sounds like a one person name. Like, like, it's like a fucking pool player or some shit. Dog. Like, yeah, like, let's go to Memphis, man. You a real good pool player. Let's go to Memphis right. to see if you can beat Rascal Flats. <laughs> Like if they're the if they're the statue if they're the statue in in Nashville of a random white guy, I could say, damn, I wonder if that's Rascal Flat. Like, <laughs> like maybe that's him. I don't know. It could be anybody, though. It could be a fucking Confederate soldier. It could be Rascal Flats. It could be it could be a barbecue guy. Like, it could be anybody. I wouldn't know. It could be Bill Clinton. I might not even recognize him. I might not. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's I, yeah, that's 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 a, that's a interesting uh, I don't know, that's an interesting dynamic. The 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 ways these different generations uh look at music. I didn't think it was interesting until we had this conversation. No, but it's, I didn't but it's either. interesting now. <laughs> and it was definitely um not on on a list of shit to talk about. I just I just was curious if you had seen the video because it was on Ebro uh show so. Um, 
Oh, okay. And they were, I just saw like a two minute clip of, of it or whatever. So I'll tell you what I did see a clip of. I saw a clip. <laughs> I saw a clip of two niggas carrying Jack Harlow across some mud so he didn't get his shoes dirty. Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, And it's okay. like, you know what's funny? It's like, I don't even care. But like, I, I <laughs> it's one of the things where you see that and you go, yeah, niggas gonna be mad about that. Yeah, yeah. Because, oh, yeah. I mean, we live in an age of outrage. Niggas came on something to... to uh, to to drop a fucking think piece on. So, oh yeah, know, that so was definitely wait. one of them. I, I it's one of them. Uh, like, what do you want to call it? Um, parody pages where they they do uh uh clips and they add Dr. Umar's face or his video <laughs> at the end. And yeah. I I'm, I'm I would have I feel strongly that that probably had one of those on there. Three black dudes carrying. Jack Harlow over some mud, and then it just goes to him staring at him like, <laughs> "Damn, no, nah, man, Memphis is killing these niggas." it's ugly. It's, I go this... allow John Moran to play though. Even if John Moran get better, they be like, "No, nah, no, nah, you, you I... stay, you go ahead and stay out, bro." <laughs> yeah, I'm curious. This the the worst go- this this era of Golden State team has been beaten. Like, I, that shit I'm not, just doesn't I'm... happen. I mean, I would take it a step farther. Like, who in playoff history is lost by fifty points? <laughs> like, like, man, like I don't know that I don't know if they're gonna lose by fifty points. I highly doubt they will. Like, they'll probably get relaxed and and Golden State will come back and make it look not as bad as it is. But like, let's say hypothetically they lose by fifty points, I I feel like that probably hasn't happened much in, in NBA playoff history because that's the whole point of the playoffs it's the best teams <laughs> so like even in a 1-8 matchup I feel like an 8 seed ain't losing by 50 dog yeah, man and I mean this Golden State team definitely ain't lost by no 50 points yeah it's ugly ugly yeah <clears throat> um they probably be the highest seeded team ever to lose by 50 points I bet that yeah, I, I would think so. Could they are they number one seed? No, they're no, they the three. They, okay, yeah, because Suns number one. Okay. Yeah, and Memphis number two. So yeah, they uh they the three seed. So like man, a three seed losing by fifty? I don't know. Yeah. Speaking of basketball, um, uh, so Jokic was the MVP. Mm-hmm. Two time definitely was two time MVP and. People, people are, are mad. Really it. <laughs> no, yeah, people are mad. I find and that I'm, interesting. <laughs> and I'm like, why are y'all mad? <laughs> I mean, I think it's shitty that a guy that's went to uh, that's won twice teams has not even made the finals. But I, I understand that this is a regular season uh, award yeah. and not a playoff award, so that has yeah. nothing to do with it. But it is fucked up. Um, yeah, it's like it's voted on before the playoffs even start. So, yeah, like, so it's nothing about the play. It's nothing yeah. about the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? But it is. It is interesting to note that he hasn't made it to the conference finals in either of those years. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I I think that I wonder too if part of my shock at other people's shock is similar to how people are shocked at us being appalled that K didn't win rookie of the year. Like, are people looking at us like the same way I'm looking at Sixers fans? Maybe. Because like, I don't because because <laughs> I don't think that okay, I think Embiid not winning or, or okay, I think Embiid losing to Jokic is 
even if you're a Sixers fan, if you're being honest with yourself, it's not a robbery. Like you might look at it like I firmly believe Embiid should have won, but like I, I I don't know. I I feel like if you're a Sixers fan, you should be able to look at that and go, all right, I get it. Whereas I feel like Kay got robbed. But I again, that could just be my bias though. Like Philly fans might feel the exact same way. Like Embiid should have had that and he got robbed. And I think I think the fact that Embiid was the front runner all season doesn't help. <laughs> like like. That's probably how Cleveland fans feel. Mobley was the front runner all year. He didn't win it. And now they probably feel they probably feel like they got robbed. But the way I look at it as somebody who don't give a fuck about either team is that like I, I feel like Jokic winning MVP. And I, I don't I don't like to use stats as proof of stuff because like I said, what I bet what I've been talking about, the eye test. I've been talking about the eye test a lot this season. I believe in the eye test. But when you talk about MVP. And this is the same kind of logic that I used uh, to wrap my head around Steve Nash winning it. And I think this, I think Jokic is a way better example of this than Steve Nash was. And Steve Nash was a fairly strong example of it, but like you cannot define most valuable player any better than a player who leads their team in every stat category. Like you, it, it's, it, they are a, a very, it is very literal <laughs> He is the most valuable player in the NBA because if he doesn't play, Denver lost their leading scorer, their leading rebounder, their leading passer, their leading shot blocker. Like they lost all of that shit. That's their leader in every fucking category. Like, like you lose your center. You just lost your leading assist man too. (laughs) Like, like, I feel like, like, like it's, it cannot be any more literal, the definition of most valuable player than that. So like on like I said, I don't like to go to stats, but I mean shit. At the end of the day, it's not again. It's not who is the best player. I mean that's how it is. That's how it's voted most of the time. But really, it's supposed to be like who is the player that's most valuable to their team. But then the team also got to be good. Like that. Like MVP usually they don't usually give MVP to a shitty team because it's like well you shitty. So yeah, you might be the best player on your shitty team, but. <laughs> like that's different, but Denver ain't right. shitty. They still made the playoffs, so and, it's like, and it's know. and it's and it's no coincidence that, and it's not like Philly had a historic season either. Like, what were uh, they the four uh, seed yeah. <laughs> or the three, something and, like that? And it, and it's I think it's directly, and it's no coincidence that no uh, Jokic's uh, efficiency rating was higher than anybody in the NBA. Yeah, no, I mean, no coincidence. Sense. It's, it's no coincidence, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I, I don't I don't see the I don't see the what the bitches. So yeah, about. I mean I, I, I mean don't... he got the fucking scoring title. You because you score it more than anybody else. That's a simple one. You score more, <laughs> you get the scoring title. There's nothing to to overthink with that. You know what I'm saying? You got that. You know what I'm saying? But you're not leading your whole team in all of their fucking categories. Yeah, so like I don't have any, you know, I don't have any skin in the game. Like I don't really give a fuck who won MVP. Like I didn't feel strongly about it either way. I figured it should be one of them too, but I, you know, whatever. I, I or Giannis or John Morant even. But I, I just I don't I don't understand why people are that upset about it. <laughs> like, like okay, this guy, again, the guy led his team in every fucking category. He's literally the most valuable player, dog. right? And he, and it, on and a it, good team. I mean, and he didn't score more than every. And he had 
five people ahead of him that scored more. But that's that, not a lot. That's not a lot. Especially when you have when you also have you know fourteen rebounds a game and nine assists or whatever the fuck. But that <laughs> but that but that uh that point uh margin is only three points though. Five people scored more than him, but only by like like he's twenty seven. Uh, Demar Rosen twenty seven nine, then it Trey twenty eight four, Luca twenty eight, Giannis and then M- Embiid and uh, Giannis yeah. thirty. At, well, 29-9 and in B 30.6. So yeah. wasn't wasn't LeBron up there too? Um where's he at? I thought he was close to MB. No, LeBron. Where the fuck is LeBron on this list? I don't even see him on his. Where the fuck is LeBron? Mm, I thought I thought LeBron was like second. No, Giannis was second. Um, Luca third, Trey fourth, Rosen fifth, Jokic sixth. Yeah, I don't even see LeBron on this list. Like, damn, did he score less than? Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck am I looking at? Hold on. Now I'm super confused. Uh, oh, I'm looking at postseason stats. Okay, regular season. There we go. Oh, oh, you might have been looking at postseason. Because I had to filter mine to uh, regular season. I'm looking at regular season. Mine show, I'm, I'm looking at ESPN. It shows Embiid first at 30.6. Giannis second at 29.9. LeBron third. Wait, no, it's not even in order. So it's LeBron at 30.3. And then Durant at 29.9. Luka at 28.4. You didn't mention Durant, also out of the playoffs. LeBron, out of the playoffs. But you did mention Embiid. He's out of the playoffs. Wait. How many games did LeBron play? Wait, no, they're not. How how many games did LeBron play? 56. So there's nobody under 56 games that's on this list. The lowest is 58. And I wonder if that's a fact why it's not showing on NBA.com. It could be because you also didn't say Kevin Durant. He played 55 games. So if you remove them, it does go Embiid, Giannis, Luka, Trey, DeRozan, then Kyrie. But he only played 29 games. Yeah. So I'm guessing it's a game limit. Yep. And then John Morant, he only played 57 games and then Jokic at 10th. Yeah. So, yeah, you remove the three guys with less than 58 games. Yeah, that's the lowest. That's the lowest I see on here is 58 games. Okay. That's a factor, but yeah. 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 So, I don't know. I don't, I don't get the the hoop live of his win. I mean, he, he clearly was the MVP on his team. And no other person carried stats like that across the board. So, I, I don't get it. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Yep. Um, Did you have any thoughts about the Kevin Samuel shit? Because I stayed away from it because I'm like, I don't want to talk about this nigga. But like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm slightly curious what you think about it. Like, only, I don't know. I, only real thought I I mean, I, the only the only thing I thought was interesting was that I think from what I understood, he started off his career of this shit like 
dogging dudes and shit. And then it just went downhill in the public once he added women to the equation. Uh, like, I don't think no one gave a fuck about him giving that business to guys. Yeah, I saw um, one of the clips that I, I think I said it to you and Johnny, uh, the clip of him asking, asking some dude about how yeah. big his dick was and shit. And um, in the reply to that tweet, there a woman replied to it. She's like, oh, I didn't know he uh, I didn't know he went off on dudes, too. I thought it was just women. And I thought everybody knew he went off on men and women. And now I'm starting to think like, OK, I think maybe people didn't know that. And they thought because like everybody was like he just shit, he shit on black women, he shit on black women, which is true. But he didn't just shit on black women. <laughs> right. And I, the one the one situation I kept seeing coming up and I was like, OK, I get it was and it was something to the effect of. If. If a child says that one the, the uh one of the parents sexually abused them or something that you should question the child of if it's really real or not he said that allegedly oh okay and and if that's the case he's a fuck nigga you know what i'm saying um other than that you know i i i just don't I, i'm by no means a Kevin Samuel supporter or, you know, apologist and shit. Um, but I could cancel them on that comment alone for me, if that's true. Uh, but I just don't understand people calling in to get an opinion on the dude, uh, on themselves. And now the person who gave these opinion on that person is a bad person. <laughs> yeah. I, like I, that was the part that kind of like, that's, that's a little like, you ask for it, you might get it. Yeah, the, the only thing that uh, I guess confused me a little bit about him was that I always kind of felt like his whole shit was like fake. And it was like staged because right. like I didn't understand why people would continue to call into this dude like already knowing what he going to do. Like you think you're going to call in and get good advice? Like, and, and when I say good advice, because sometimes he did have good advice but like you're not gonna get uh soft advice you're gonna get hardcore fucked up advice so like i, I don't know i was confused on why people would call into this nigga because like i've never even seen his show and i've seen enough clips of his show to know that there's no point to calling into it especially if you're a woman why would you call into that so it made me wonder if his whole shit was fake in the first place. I would like to think that the hate that he has is also built because of unsolicited shit he said. Because I just can't imagine everything everything they're basing it on is from uh, women calling into his show, asking their asking his opinion on them. I would have. I, I just really assumed that a lot of shit he just said that was just you know unsolicited talking about you know certain women and so forth uh but yeah he he went after women uh particularly black women and shit went downhill uh so, so do you feel any kind of way about women celebrating his death because there's very strong like it seems like people are either very much like it's wrong to celebrate someone's death or he's a piece of shit who dogged out black women so fuck him 
and there's not really too many opinions that sit in between those two. I don't really have a strong. I think it's harsh, but I don't really have a strong opinion on on them doing it. I think it's kind of harsh. I mean, motherfucker's gone. I mean, that's your answer to whatever. The, you won't hear anything about him anymore. You know, I think it's a bit harsh, but I mean, I don't have a strong opinion. I'm, I'm not. I'm not fully condoning women for it. You know, I think it's a bit harsh though. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, I don't feel too strongly about it either way like if if women felt that way because like i can't relate to that because like even even though i've seen clips of him being shitty to black guys too or i'm just gonna say guys because I, I don't know these races of these people that called in on these clips i saw but i'm assuming it was black people and it sounded like black people but like if he was shitty to black guys like i don't care like i'm not sitting here like oh man, man he's so terrible thing. to black guys that's the thing i didn't care about that you know what i'm saying i i didn't take it as a an insult to to men hearing about a dude yeah. <laughs> calling in about his dick size or some shit yeah like. i'm like i don't care about that like i'm not sitting here like how dare he disparage black men like this like some dude called in he asked me if he had a big dick he said no he's like you make a lot of money no all right, well, you ain't bringing no money. You ain't bringing no dick. What you? How you expect to get bitches? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't feel no kind of way about that. <laughs> but I also can't relate to how women might feel in that same situation. So yeah. if if women call in and women are listening to the show and women call in, and he's like, "Oh, you fat and uh, you ain't got no good pussy." I I don't know what the fuck this thing be saying, but like, I mean, that, you know, that, that, like, that's that sounds about right. Yeah, and uh, how you expect to get a man and you ain't bringing no fucking cooking skills? Uh, how dare you not cut the grass? You overweight, non pussy, yeah, whatever. You don't even suck, you don't even suck dick. Like, I I don't know what he said to women, (laughs) but like, if he say all that shit, I can't. How am I supposed to say that women shouldn't feel a way about him being dead? Because maybe women took that shit way. I mean, obviously, women took that shit way harder than I took hearing him say fucked up stuff to, to men. So, like, I mean, you know, that shit clearly affected black women in a way that his shit did not affect me hearing him say it about men. So, I, I mean, mean, they feel how they feel. I don't care. So, I mean, and, y'all, and def- y'all happy he did? Hey, I mean, and death is final as fuck. So it's like, you know, maybe that man could have had a, a change of heart and said, I'm not going to shit on women like that again. Who knows? But he won't have that opportunity. And, you know, maybe maybe people will live their life better. Who knows? Probably not. There'd be another there'd be another Kevin Samuels to come out. I mean, yeah, I'm also not. a. am also I also try not to be a hypocritical person and I can't sit here and be like, how dare y'all y'all black women celebrate the death of this black man just because he was talking shit and yada, yada, yada. I can't sit here and do that because when Donald Trump dies, you're going to hear I'm going to throw a whole party, nigga. So, like, I can't, I can't sit here and uh, talk shit about women being happy about him being dead. Now, granted, uh, <laughs> I think it's not even comparable to compare Kevin Samuels to Donald Trump. It, it <laughs> like, really is. As far as the crimes that they've committed, whether those crimes be uh, emotional crimes via Kevin Samuels verbal abuse or uh, <laughs> Donald Trump's treason <laughs> and co- collusion and attempts to overthrow overthrow democracy. <laughs> I 
I don't really think the two crimes are comparable. Uh, so I feel a little bit more justified in my celebration. But at the end of the day, I can't sit here and say women shouldn't be happy about him being dead because I'm going to be happy when a, when a motherfucker dies. So it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, when you put it like that, like, yeah. I, always, I, mean, I keep, think it, always keep that kind of shit in my back pocket so that way I don't look like a hypocrite. Because, like, for instance, when uh, people complain, and when I say people, you're going to know who I'm talking about specifically. When people complain about how hot it is in the summer, <laughs> uh, I also complain about how hot it is in the summer. But what those people always say when winter comes, they always go, I don't want to hear you motherfuckers who was complaining about how hot it was during the summer, complaining about the cold. Now this is what you like. This is what you asked for. So I don't want to hear no complaint. And I, I, I live up to that. I don't complain in the winter. I might complain on a specific day and just go like, man, it's cold as fuck today. But I don't, I don't rant and rave about winters in Michigan and like, Oh man, I hate the cold. And then summer comes. Oh, I hate the heat. I stay quiet during the winter. I, mean, I, I think the thing I about reserve it, all my bitches for when it's 85 degrees in, in Michigan and it feels like 115 degrees and you just walk outside and you instantly sweating. Like I'll, I save all my complaining for that time. I, I mean, I have a, I have a big, I, I have a big problem with people who have that, that, I guess that feeling of you can't complain about weather because it's different, extreme, like, there are winter, there are days in the winter where it's not that bad, and there are days in the summer that it's not that bad. You know what I'm saying? But when it's fucking ten to fucking degrees, of course I'm complaining. When it's mm-hmm. fucking ninety five degrees, of course I'm complaining. No one wants to fucking sit in unideal temperatures and shit. No one wants to be dealing with extreme temps, it, whether it's low or high and shit. So like, right. eh, yeah, fuck that. If it's fucking hot, it's fucking hot. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, I don't, I don't subscribe to that. Well, I still. I still reserve my couple, and, it, and it's I, not. I, I, it's I, also because I don't. I truly don't care. Like, I, I mean, and, and my point, and just to be clear, my point is that I get your point. Yeah, like I, I totally I, get it. Like, no, nah, I mean, I, I I reserve the right to complain about extreme temps, no matter yeah. if it's <laughs> if the winter just over. We had a horrible winter, and now so you're telling me just because winter was fucked. I got to sit here and smile because I walk out the house at night in 95 degree temp and I'm already sweating and I'm not even a small guy. So, you know, the shit just hits different, you know? Right. (laughs) So fuck that. Yeah. Fuck that. So yeah. Nah. The plain nigga shit. Fuck it. But yeah. uh, So uh, let me tell you what I heard uh, on NPR about um, this abortion thing. So um, they were talking about uh, how bans that exist currently in certain states, uh, I think specifically what I was listening to was Texas, uh, how this affects, uh, how this can affect people like on a personal level. And they told this story about this woman who uh, she got pregnant or whatever. And she was, uh, fuck, I can't remember how far along she was. She was, I want to say 24 weeks. She was fairly far along, but not super duper far. And her water broke super duper early. And it made it so that the baby was not going to survive. The baby could not, would not have been able to live through that. They said that also 
she had some kind of issue with like her uh, uh, septic in her body or whatever to where she could have an issue there or she could potentially bleed out uh, if this baby like dies inside of her or something like that. And so the doctors said that their recommendation would have been to terminate the pregnancy to help this woman's life. But in Texas, they said that like her situation didn't meet the requirements for uh, her life being in imminent danger. Like they stressed imminent. So not only in danger, but not imminent. though. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Yes, exactly. She was in danger, but it wasn't imminent. So since she didn't meet that criteria, the doctors couldn't even say that she that they rec- that that she should terminate the pregnancy. Like they said that the, the they interviewed like the woman and the husband and the husband said, like, you could tell that the doctors were scared, like they wouldn't even say certain stuff to us. They would type it out on their phone and then show us the screen. And like it, it was so ridiculous. And this woman is like to the point where like she could die and they couldn't even recommend the termination of the pregnancy, let alone do it. And she got luck, not got lucky, but she just so happened, she happened to have enough money to afford a, a, a flight, an immediate flight to Colorado to where she could have the procedure done. Because like they said, like she couldn't drive there because where she was in Texas, there was a large stretch they said in West Texas that was like, a whole lot of like nothingness. Like you might not even see a gas station for a bazillion miles. So uh, they, they ran a risk of like, if they tried to drive to Colorado of her being really fucked over and they even still ran that risk with the flight. But she, I think she said like she spent like, uh, cause obviously a, a last minute flight from Texas to Colorado ain't going to be cheap. She spent like a fuck ton of money on that flight to go get that abortion. And like, I just thought that was wild that Texas put that woman in a position to where she could have died. And just because her danger didn't meet their definition of imminent. And I'm just like, man, uh, like this abortion shit is just completely out of hand. And then I also added that topic because I knew that at some point today, uh, the Senate was going to vote on uh, codifying Roe v. Wade and making it uh, you know, making it the 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 law of the land, and the vote failed as it was expected to because they needed to uh get sixty votes, and the Democrats can't even get the goddamn fifty that they got. <laughs> the fifty people that they have, they can barely do that shit, let alone get sixty. They go, they gonna need all Democrats plus ten Republicans. Like, okay, there's no way that's gonna happen. But the upside of that vote was that now senators are on record for whether or not they were going to vote to to do this. And they lost, the Democrats lost 49-51. So not only did they lose, but one of the Democrats voted against it. I bet you can guess which one that was. And obviously that means all the Republicans voted against it. And I think it's interesting, and I think it's of note, and I think women need to uh, make note of this, they need to get those 51 names and those 51 names need to be held accountable. Like we can't just be sitting here complaining about the shit 
And I know they say, uh, you know, y'all, this is the time to vote. And I even said last week, like, OK, you know, it can't the, the onus can't always be put on us as voters to handle these situations because we put the right people in office and they still fucking up. But having said that, given the circumstances and what they are right now, like our only recourse is to uh, punish these people for these decisions. And 51 out of 100 senators voted against that shit. And I, I and I can tell you right now, and I'm sure everyone knows, them 50 Republicans ain't all men. There was some oh, women that voted against that bitch too. Absolutely. And, and, and I, I think that w- that should be where women really focus their attention. Well, I just want to add to I'm glad you you kind of said it again. I think we have to make it more of a a, a total issue. Like I think we, you know. Of course, women, you know, it, it affects them a lot that they would be, you know, pay attention to this. But we need to, too. Like, we need to 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 be just as, I guess, voter knowledgeable to see that shit and make sure that that shit ain't happening as well. Because that's just fucked up. We need, and, and for voting, we need more than the women to, to do that shit. But, yeah, I, I, that that list needs to come out and everybody and people in all different states need to figure out who's the representative and you know that shit needs to be fucking dealt with motherfuckers should not be in a position of to make decisions like that ever yeah and it, and, and this is an easy vote too because all you gotta do is like i don't even need to see the list like okay i just need to pull up the list of senators and i'm like okay everybody who has an r by their name voted against it plus joe manchin <laughs> all right there we go there's our list joe manchin and I, dude yeah yeah yeah. Christ. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And like I said, it's it's not like all the Republicans are men. Like there's some women over there, too, that voted against that shit. So like that's crazy. dude. It, it, I, it is. And the example that I gave is is when I posted it was like, you know, if if we had a vote on slavery, like, OK, so could, should we bring slavery back? Yes or no. And some niggas voted yes. <laughs> we need to have a conversation. <laughs> like, I might have to put hands on you. Like, like everybody who votes yes is a problem, and everybody who votes yes needs to be put out of office. But if you the black, if if a couple of y'all black folks voted to keep to reinstate slavery, y'all gonna get it extra hard. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's how you know the the whole thing about this. And I've been saying the same. I've been saying it myself, and it, it is and it is still true that it shouldn't be old white men who are determining what women can do with their body. Like the women, the woman should determine on her own. Like, I think that's a fairly uh, well agreed upon statement. And I feel like any sensible person would believe that, but the, the talk about it has been entirely focused on men with, again, that's, that's very justifiable, but there's women who voted for this shit too. And if I was a woman and I saw this vote, and I, I would be extra mad at the women who voted for it. I don't know how many female Republican senators there are, but man, if there's enough that could have swung that vote, <laughs> like, it'd be really like, like, don't let it be 11 women. Don't let it be 11 female Republican senators, dog. Because if it is <laughs> all 11 of them, Man, I'm it's not even crazy gonna say what you, needs to happen to all eleven of them. It's it's crazy that you just see women, uh, you could uh, women senators that will vote against their own interests of of womanhood. Like that just seems crazy to me. Fucking insane. I'm looking it up real quick. See if I can find it. There are 24 women in the Senate. Uh oh, 
Uh, we getting we getting uh we getting kind of close. So this vote. <laughs> so so to clarify, this to, this vote was to what? To uh make Roe v. Wade into federal law, like it's the law of the land now. It, it, to to make it so that basically that there's nothing that can be done about it. Abortion is allowed. Period. Let me see. Okay, so I have a list of the female senators. This looks like way more than 24. One to 58. What is this? This ain't it. What is this, like, of all time, nigga? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. With 24 serving at this time, indicated in bold. Okay, so how many of these ones in bold are Republicans? Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight. It's getting close. <laughs> eight. Okay. <laughs> so eight. There's eight female Republican senators. Not enough to swing the vote, but that's a lot to me to be voting against that. Like eight women, bro. <laughs> Yikes. So where does it go from here? It's just done. I mean, yeah. They What's tried to do it before that, and it didn't work. So, I, so I mean, this is pretty fucking major, and I, I haven't. And I, well, I haven't been on social media most of the afternoon, um, but I just thought I would see more about this. Like, this is pretty major. Like, I was just I had to confirm. I was confirming with you just to make sure this is what the actual voting the vote was because I haven't seen much about this today at all. I I got the push notification that the vote went through sometime in the. I want to say fairly late afternoon, early evening. So all the Republicans plus Manchin. Yep. Yep. I mean, so it, the it, only, looks like, it looks safe to say that all the Republicans should just be out of the office. Yeah. And the only recourse would be to the, the only option that they have now would be to end the filibuster. So that way you can only get you would only need a simple majority. But they can't do that because they don't have the votes because Joe Manchin won't vote for that. And then even if for whatever reason they somehow, let's just say hypothetically, Joe Manchin did vote for that, they still don't have him to actually make the vote because he just didn't vote for it now. So why would he vote for it? Like whether the threshold is 60 or 50, he didn't vote for it. And I don't think that Joe Manchin is going to look like, oh, my vote can change it. So I'm going to change my vote. Like, no, that nigga been ruining shit <laughs> this whole time. Like he ain't about to change his shit up now. So even if they even if they somehow from some miracle were able to make it so that they could do it with a simple majority, they Joe Manchin still ain't gonna make the vote. So like they just <laughs> Joe Manchin is just <laughs> he's just ruining everything. Like he's the he's like the sole I, I can't say the sole person who's gonna stop it because maybe some other Democrats might not vote to end the filibuster too, but uh I mean he's the main one. That we know he that we know wouldn't vote for it. We also know wouldn't vote for the abortion law. So, yeah, it's all. It, it, there's there's. I I don't think there's any recourse. So like if the Supreme Court, when that ruling is official and it officially come down, if it's still, if it's still what they say, that's that's that. And that, that is a a sad state of affairs. I guess on that sad note, we will wrap up. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Damn. I did. Wow. 
All right, well. Them niggas gonna probably come after gay marriage next. Oh, they they are not letting that happen. Yeah. But yeah, all right, man. We can go uh, ahead and wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, if you got anything else, uh nah. we'll probably see y'all next week. Yep. Peace. Peace. You can find a what up though podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, all of them. Do you listen on iTunes? If you haven't already, drop us a review. If you got questions, you can send them to what up though podcast at Gmail. That's W U D U P D O E P O D C A S T at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook or you can find us on Twitter at what up though podcast. Peace.